and what's up guys we are back at team rgv bodybuilding podcast hosted by roman hernandez men's physique athlete and macy molina head coach and founder of team rgv bodybuilding yes so we're back for episode 11 well most of us are all back in gyms now in texas you're hearing us uh our gyms are back open in texas with certain guidelines so I mean, I'm loving it, going back to the gym, uh, even though the rules don't make so much sense, wearing <laughs> gloves, but that's a different topic. Uh, but it's maintaining safety, clean environment, and making sure your immune system and body's on point. Yep. Change your gloves with every equipment that you go to. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we have some preset topics, but first of all, I want to thank everybody who watches this and, I mean, gives their feedback and... Um, Here's this overall, you guys are the ones that make us grow. So, I mean, we try to bring you guys valuable information with a bit of trolling. Yes. Um, so, hope you guys enjoy this episode and hope you guys are making gains during this quarantine. So, I mean, Mace, what, um, what, what do we got first of all? What do we got to talk about today? Let's see. What's on the agenda? What's the perfect storm? What is the perfect storm? That actually brings us to our first topic about creating the perfect storm. Oh, <laughs> yes. Spur right behind. All right. So this is a very general topic, like a basic a type of a, I don't want to say beginner level. Like it is important for beginners, but even intermediate and advanced would still benefit from this. And that is uh, what are the key factors to success in bodybuilding and making progress? So a lot of people will try to like narrow it down to one specific thing but i would say that first and foremost you got to have the big picture things in first before you start doing uh like the little things like nutrient timing and all that sort of things you got to have the foundation first and then start adding on to that and um the basics first of course is getting enough protein everyone knows that getting enough protein one gram per pound of lean body mass uh you don't need any more than that. More than that is fine, especially if it's uh, like curbs your hunger and stuff like that and helps keep you on your diet or if you just like it, if you just enjoy it, then that's totally fine. Um, more is not necessarily gonna hurt. It's just a little bit more expensive. Um, but you're not going to like die if you just have a little bit more protein than what you need, basically. Um, the only people who need to worry about that is if they have a pre-existing kidney condition but the vast majority, they you're you will literally like you'll feel sick when you have too much protein. Like you won't actually like poison yourself with it. You'll just <laughs> get nauseous. Um, and of course, sleep is very important. And sleep, I would say, the bare minimum really is should be like six hours. I know some people function on that like year round all the time, but that should be like on a off day or bad day. And I know that sometimes maybe we are busy to the point where something comes up and then you get you know say busy at, like at home doing not just like with work but like at, at home doing home stuff you know taking care of things that need to be taken care of and then but before you know it you know it's already oh man you're only going to get like five six hours of sleep so that's a very big one because without sleep you can't recover and that's when your body repairs mm -hmm. itself and i would say the higher your volume goes in your training it was just especially for bodybuilding the more sleep you need and, and just to add to that, 
actually sleeping, not just laying in bed and being on your phone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, there's the misconceptions how they're like, oh, okay, I'm laying down, though. But it's not the same as actually going into some deep sleep mm-hmm. and letting your body fully recover. So, there's yeah. a, there, I would say there's a difference there. Definitely, definitely. And you'll feel the difference when yeah. you wake up in the morning, for sure. And uh, also, I would say that pre-workout and stimulants does not make up for a lack of sleep um it'll get you through workout it'll help you feel more alert and more awake but it's not the same thing and especially if um if anyone out there is listening has had like a very busy work schedule before uh there was a time where i was only doing like four or five hours of sleep a night and you know just because of my schedule at that time uh which it's now that i've experienced that now when I get a full night's sleep it's like worlds apart and no amount of pre-workout would ever make up for it Um, there was times I even like felt sick because I had too much caffeine but I would lift and no matter how much warm up I would do no matter I already have my water my pump just wouldn't get the same and like I could tweak myself my joints more easily especially like on my chest movements like i warm up my rotator cuffs everything and then i would do on incline bench and even with a plate i would just like no it feels like something's gonna tear so i just uh that's you know a pre-workout will never fix that so sleep is huge um getting the right caloric intake so the big picture things your diet and of course your training train with proper technique warm up properly those are the, the big picture things i would say those are the key factors in success once that is established and you get consistent with it then you go on to other things like nutrient timing and you know supplements and mm-hmm. other things like that or like um you know maybe like if you're the type that likes doing like ice baths after a really intense workout just different things like that those are little things that can help you especially towards the end of a training block but you have to build consistency at every level once you've had that consistency of like you know how to have your training program set then you got to say okay i'm never gonna go below like this certain point mm-hmm. and everything you add to it so it's yeah. like that foundation that starts coming together and then okay when you mess up on something you're like okay i messed up here but my other stuff the big picture things they're still in place so even when you fall off you're still got like 80 percent of everything you know good to go and you're still going to make the majority of gains that way yeah. versus some people will you know oh i missed a meal well my whole the rest of the day is going to be a cheat day like that's no <laughs> like yeah. that's when you can really go off the rails and start messing up um you know or like oh i didn't have this piece of equipment it's frustrating you know when you're in the moment at the gym and you're like man i know that exercise would have just like blown up my pump to the next level but is better than just doing some similar exercise is better than oh i'm just gonna cut my workout in half or you know whatever or you know what you can even train a different body part on that day if worst case scenario i'm just saying um and i know like this might be relevant to people right now because i know like for i heard one of the local gyms uh not all the equipment is available like even they have a max number of people allowed in the gym but then also there's certain areas of the gym that you're just not, they're not opening up to use. Okay. So equipment might be limited depending on where you all are training at. So just take that into consideration. Roman, anything you want to add to that? Uh, well, to add to that, completely agree with everything he had to say. 
um, your nutrition, basically just to sum it up, your nutrition, your recovery, and your training has to be on point. It could be in either or, uh, either the, any order, but those three are the main principles. But first of all, I think the main thing is your mindset. In bodybuilding, if you want to progress, if you want to do the right things, it takes your mindset. It plays a good part because you you, you have to have your discipline on check, and the, uh, your reason why you do this has to be greater. I mean, because I mean, you don't earn the most money in bodybuilding. You do this because you have a passion for it, mm -hmm. and because you want to do this for a long time. You enter the bodybuilding realm without the right reasons. You won't go so far. You'll get frustrated. You won't have patience. You want you expect everything handed to you, and you don't know what it takes to put in work. Goes to show that also motivation. You shouldn't rely on that. That's something I hear a lot today as well, mm -hmm. and uh, something from experience because, I mean, motivation is sometimes there, sometimes it's not. It's again goes to your discipline. Plays a huge part. You have to do even on the days you feel like shit. The days you everything is going against you if you had a bad day it's still part of your regimen it's still part of who you are and i mean your excuses might be valid but at the end of the day the work still needs to be done the world still continues on mm -hmm. and you can either adjust and keep moving forward or not do it and find an excuse to not keep moving forward because you dictate your your how further you you progress i mean your genetics plays a good part but most of all don't don't even know what our genetic potential is because we haven't put in that work and this doesn't I don't want to uh, shy you guys away from bodybuilding don't get me wrong um, this mindset is you learn it over periods of time so that's why I say how long you should be bodybuilding seriously they asked me a year I've been weight training for three for three years but it took me that long of a process I'm still learning on the process building that bodybuilding mindset where you learning your nutrition, your discipline, and your training, everything plays along. So you have to learn every day, each time you want to go and get better. So that's what dictate your successful factors in your bodybuilding career. Agreed. And I would just want to add a little bit onto that because you brought up a good point of motivation and like goal setting in general. Yeah. And you can apply that to everything, like not just bodybuilding, but whenever you have a goal, all of those same exact things apply. If you're going to get good at anything, it's probably going to take you a little while. Uh, so yes, there's natural talent, but for the most part, most people still need to work at something. Even talented people uh, can get beat at something if they're not putting in the work. So yeah. it's always going to come down to that. You always have to also know how to set not just your long-term goals for your vision of where you want to go and always have the direction that you're you're headed in but then break it down into smaller steps yeah. so that way when you, even when you do a little bit of something you're like oh hey this week i did all of these things right okay well now you do it again you know that if you hit that goal it's always going to take you closer to the long-term goal yeah. and then those little steps add up over time instead of uh just getting frustrated um you know i've had people that even tell me like well i don't know how much how much longer like i think i've peaked I, I don't know if i can get better and then i found out that they only been training for a year um so a year of doing anything you're not going to be that good at it usually you know so imagine if you were learning how to play a musical instrument and you only learned for one year 
You know, all the people that are really good, they've, you know, added up like eight or ten years. Good bodybuilders take like eight or ten years to really have their shape come together and everything. And, uh, and even the ones that are born with good shape, still going to take them maybe like five years to then get the actual muscle size and the muscle tissue. And their posing and everything like that. So it just takes time. And that's why they also say trust the process. And I would also say embrace the process yeah. because if you're not liking the actual process of it if you're not enjoying like the gym and the meals and everything like that then you're gonna burn out so you have to like you're like Roman was saying you have to really love it and in, in bodybuilding it's all about the love for the craft yeah. it's not, not anything else other than that and I want to add to that something that um, plays a big part in it is not comparing your body your physique your progress to other bodybuilders per se or your peers or anybody else because if you get caught up oh i'm not at this level yet because and look this guy's moving over here you're not too focused you're not focused enough on your own self you have to give yourself that's why a right plan be realistic with yourself and keep wanting to progress forward because if you worry about other things x factors you, like I said, you can. That's one of the key things to burn you out so quick because you're not you're not going to be satisfied uh, because your goals are unrealistic because you expect everything so fast. So give yourself a long period of time and don't compare your results to anybody else. And this goes to another thing. From you could do the bare minimum and still great get great results. That's why I see with a lot of people. They have really good genetics, or they even if they don't, they still they're doing the bare minimum, but expect bare minimum results. If you see someone yeah. else looking better, look at their training, look at their work ethic, look at their mentality, because their progress is gonna they're doing the little things extra to keep going higher. So it's the little extra things that you do, the more time that you're gonna put. This is where it goes at the end of the day, how much you love the sport. How much are you willing to sacrifice to get to that goal? Because this is not for anybody. And at a competitive level, if you want to just do it for recreational use, um, something, but you could uh, have lower expectations then. But if you want to do it competitively, I would say have that on check. Yes. Yes. All righty. Next topic. What so? One of the things that we touched on was making sure that your training is right and they have a good program. So I want to talk a little bit about what makes a good program. So a lot of people think that it's like one killer workout and that's like what's going to get you gains. Um, that one workout is not really, you know, it, it's important to know how to, you know, create one of those workouts or you have a coach that shows you like, okay, this is why this workout is, is uh, structured this way. We're gonna hit all areas of the target muscle group and things like that. But then also, how is that being progressed? How is it going to get more challenging, excuse me, over time as your body adapts to it? How are you going to make it more challenging? Because you can only add weight so much. We all know that yes, you can get stronger and add more weight but there's gonna be a time where you plateau on that. So then now what, okay? And the way that the program progresses should also be based on your goal. Mm -hmm. So if it's like a sprinter, they might do something totally different than let's say a bodybuilder would do. If someone is more of an, like an endurance athlete, their programs are gonna be progressed based on distance. 
and you know so again it's going to be based on what's your goal and when we're talking about bodybuilding we're always talking about building muscle um getting leaner really comes with a diet and stuff like that mm -hmm. but you know you're always training to build more muscle to or to hold on to what you can if you're yeah. in a diet but that's always the goal in your training and to train all the parts of the target muscle and to emphasize the areas that you you as an individual need work on and that's if you don't have that eye then you know have someone else that does have the eye someone maybe like a, again a coach or if you know a bodybuilding judge or if you just know someone who's followed the sport for many years and they're really really into it and they know what the type of shape that you're supposed to have for that division and also of course if you do compete i highly recommend go to the organization's website because a lot of people don't use these resources that are out there for you and it's publicly available you just google the organization that you're competing in and most of them they will have a guideline for each division and you'll notice it's a distinct look and you kind of see where, where you fit in as we've discussed before and then okay what do i need to bring up okay and your program is now going to have to address those weaknesses and you're going to have to make sure that those areas especially are coming up more over time and you're training them harder over time especially if it's a stubborn body part um and it's not always just i'm gonna add more weight you know you have to add weight yes but while maintaining the same technique the same mind and muscle connection yeah. that you're if anything you want your pump getting even better as yeah. you add weight not oh don't think of it as well i'm doing less reps so uh, i'm not gonna get a pump because then you've already like you're kind of self-sabotaging because you're basically telling yourself without realizing it oh it's okay if my mind and muscle connection sucks it's okay if i'm not even flexing the target muscle because i'm using more weight and i've seen that a lot um because you have to shock the body. you have to shock the body yeah <laughs> tell it to do something wrong so you could be right yeah <laughs> Yeah, you have to make a certain amount of mistakes yeah. first it, before you, it becomes right. You can't keep just progressing every day. You have to fuck up. Yeah. Like you, have to force even, you have to force it. Yeah. You have to progress. It's basic theories, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but uh, in all seriousness, though, yeah, you always want to make sure that, you know, your program is working your weaknesses. Of course, uh, everything in general, yes, but... Your weaknesses are coming up over time and they're progressing and of course add recovery into that as well so at the end of a program you do need a deload uh, you do need to let your body heal and recover before then starting a new program that might progress in a different way so you should also kind of stagger them like the goals of each program like that and I don't want to go on a tangent but this goes to like we talked on previous episodes is knowing you have a good coach because your coach is supposed to know this like everything that we're naming everything that we give you it's supposed to happen like if mm -hmm. you want to keep progressing and become successful these things are expected so if any of these things that we say yeah. your coach is not doing it please leave them right now <laughs> text them as this moment <laughs> you suck I, by yeah. 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 hold on so, sorry coach something came up I'm out <laughs> please because yeah. You'll you'll burn out, and you won't make it far. And I mean, simple as that. Um, you have to do the. Uh, this goes also to our previous question. It's having doing the little things extra to let you become successful. Either researching, 
or asking your coach, finding a good coach, all these little things is what's going to add up to make the perfect product, the perfect physique. So do the extra things, have that mindset in place, have everything that just plays along, you know? Everything yeah. has a point and everything should connect at the end of the day. Yeah, I like to say there are the different pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. You know, you're never going to get that completeness unless they're all in place. Yeah. Oh, and Roman, I think you had another topic. Oh, yes. Top three natty supplements. Top three natty supplements. Yes. All right, well, there's like different ways that I, there's different angles that I could think of of how to answer that question. Um, I think like in terms of the order of like priorities yeah. of what you should have, I would go for health, I would say your multivitamin and creatine if you're dieting, really. How about we, we, we narrow this down? Top three natty supplements for when doing the contest prep. When doing a contest prep, okay. So I would say then for sure a multivitamin okay, yes. because you're on such low calories, it's pretty much impossible to get all of them. You're just not going to be able to, yes. especially the closer you get to contest prep, I mean the contest show. Um, depending on if your fat intake, you could say fish oil, yes or no, it depends on what you're getting in your diet. Um, but for sure, multivitamin, I would say creatine's in there because you're not going to have as much room for red meat in your diet mm -hmm. when you're on low calories. Yeah, I, I took a pound of uh, grass oh, You a pound of grass yeah, exactly. <laughs> Was I, was I not following yeah. the plan correctly? <laughs> Depends on the person. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because I mean... Cause, I guess I'm a rare breed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say was that, for example, like the girls on the team, like they're not eating a whole pound of beef, you know? Like, so, you know, their intake's a little bit lower. So for them, like, okay, it might make sense. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, multivitamin. And correcting a deficiencies of... I would say, honestly, a really overlooked one is ZMA, because oh, most yeah. multivitamins don't have enough of it. That one did me good. Yeah, and that is just to keep help keep your testosterone levels closer to the normal range, because as you get leaner and leaner, and you're on lower calories, your body's test levels are gonna go down. Mm -hmm. So, and also, again, your those nutrients, they're not that common in a lot of our diets and so when you go on low calories you're definitely for sure you're definitely not uh, having enough of it and I would say also um, specifically vitamin D3 is very important but I'll we'll just count that in the multivitamin um, and then after that when you're on contest prep I would even include a pre-workout when you're getting really close to the show mm -hmm. just because of how drained you're gonna be um, and I granted, yes, you can get in shape without it, but it's just that a little bit extra just to keep pushing when you're tired, yeah. basically. So that that does play a part. And uh, at that point, though, that last that's I put that at the end because everyone's going to be a little bit different. Um, some people don't like as much stimulant. Some people really they just want the flavor <laughs> and, and things like that. But I would say those are the top ones for contest prep. I mean, in my opinion, first of all, you have to dictate your diet. Mm -hmm. You have to see what kind of nutrients are you already putting in your body with food. So that's why we suggest micronutrient-dense meals, okay? 
So I'm going to use myself as an example for my contest prep. And this is why everything that I did was for a reason. So my reason is my top three supplements. So health-wise, like you said, all the multivitamin, fish oil, and the ZMA. That's exactly what I took uh, towards my end because I was already getting my potassium, uh, my magnesium, uh, uh, and my sodium uh, during my food. So those were the main ones to create that pump effect even when I was on such low calories. So taking that into consideration, now to enhance the workout, I would consider this a separate, uh, a separate uh, category for top three. So top three would definitely be uh, clinically dosed pre-workout, not just a stim-based one. And if you can do a pump inducer that, goes along, that works well with that uh, pre-workout, that would just intensify the the workout so that's all going to help you not so much i hear a lot of people say oh i depend on this i depend on that but i've been taking pre-workout every day but i wouldn't say i depend on it i my mentality is taking my workouts to a whole nother level it's like my version of taking pd right now (laughs) it pushes that envelope where those are those certain ingredients that i choose to put in my body work hand in hand with my diet and are scientifically proven to either help me uh, last longer in the gym, mm-hmm. help me keep my muscle, not keep me from flattening out, help me recover faster. In a natural way, I'm mm-hmm. all for it. So yep. BCAAs also, mm-hmm. and those are the top three if you would have to choose from yeah. each Dang, category. That, and now that you mentioned that on a contest prep, that's a really good one. BCAAs, I yeah. would definitely include in there. I would definitely include those. BCAAs or EAAs, either yeah. one, uh, during or after a workout. Uh, for sure especially yeah. the closer you get to contest those definitely all those ingredients you definitely notice the difference um, so this is why I say choose wisely what you do not don't need anything to just to reason um, you want to make sure everything you do is with a reason mm-hmm. so supplement your food right supplement your your extra stuff right and it'll all play hand in hand this is why we say creating that perfect storm mm-hmm. because it's a little bit of everything your discipline your your training your diet your supplements your water intake everything plays hand to hand and you it just builds up you know yeah. and they should all work together yeah they should if you're training in a certain way then you know that you're depleting certain nutrients so you got to eat them you got to eat those nutrients and if you can't get them enough from your food then that's when you supplement Mm -hmm. so it's also you're eating so that you can train harder and still recover you're like your training is your stimulus for your muscle tissue but you need the raw materials without the raw materials there you're not going to go as far as you you otherwise could and then what your food is lacking, then that's when you get in extra nutrients mm-hmm. from your supplements that you can train harder against the recover or that you can last longer or maybe get a couple extra reps here and there or have a crazier pump. Mm-hmm. And you definitely notice like if you're not getting enough water, not getting enough sodium and electrolytes, yep. you can have a pump product, but it's not going to do almost anything. Yep. You're still going to feel flat. You'll get pumped for a little while and it's going to fade really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to have those electrolytes there from your food and that's when a pre-workout you this is when you really notice the difference uh, it goes to researching having the right mindset building the right foundation and it's it's clear as that i mean everything has to make sense and if you feel like you're not making like you're you don't feel the way i excited how you sh- like how we are how we express 
I mean, I would highly suggest you look at actually look at what you're actually doing in the gym and outside the gym, mm -hmm. and examine and see where you could improve from that. Try different things. Apply everything that we state you because everything will help you reach your best potential. We're not trying to hold anything back. This is no secret. Yeah. And none of these are our theories. Like many people <laughs> like to say, it's just we choose to pick the things that make sense scientifically proven either it's, and with a little bro science here and there but everything yeah. makes mm -hmm. sense everything has a reason and we don't leave anything to chance exactly yeah so we're not throwing darts in the dark <laughs> yeah <back here. laughs> yeah everything's with a purpose goes i can i can repeat that like 10 times everything's yeah. with a purpose um and you can't go away from that because if now you'll just your progress would go up and down and I don't know what Roman maybe you just accidentally got shredded yeah maybe uh, and it was the shorts that got you shredded yeah <laughs> so if you put on a pair of board shorts you're automatically shredded <laughs> and another thing no supplement is going to make you fat free it's mm -hmm. they'll aid you they'll help you take to the next level help you in a certain way but it's not the certain supplement that gets you there it's the combination mm. of everything exactly so if you go to certain shops or your coach is telling you that this will get you contest ready only this red flag <laughs> yeah please you're fucking yourself up yep. plain and simple so anything else you want to add mace uh, that's it for today man so i mean take everything we say this in the most humblest way. I know we troll around sometimes, but we say this in the most humblest way. We want everybody here to progress. We don't want to hold anybody back. So take it like you want. And if you apply it, I hope I wish you the best. And make stay safe during this um, pandemic still, whatever you want to call it. And keep making those gains. Yep, over and out. Over and out.